Boy, does it suck getting old. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, not getting any younger. No. Um, Do you know who's not going to get any younger? Danny Masterson. Danny Masterson. Because he's <laughs> looking at 45 years in prison, motherfucker. He's uh, going to wish it was the 1970s and rape was still legal. Boy, yeah. Uh, you want to talk about... Uh, uh, Getting uh getting kicked off the ranch um, unceremoniously, um, what happened to him for that show is gonna look like a massage and a shiatsu uh, <laughs> compared to what he's gonna get in the Gen Pop if he ends up in there. Oh, little Emerald City humor there for our Oz and uh, the, that 70s crime uh, f- uh, show friends. Uh, welcome to Darwin's Family Crest. I'm Derek. He's Jeremy and. Uh, we're going to do a little DFC light with a, a little dose of your panic dote this week. I uh, figure we haven't rattled one of those around recently. Uh, do you know, do you know who, who uh, if I were in their shoes right now, I'd be panic doting? <laughs> Danny Masterson. Danny Masterson. <laughs> who would have thought Danny that? Danny Yes, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who, who would have thought Kelso would have been the humanitarian? You know what the, I mean. Took the words out of my mouth. I, you know, I was just thinking like out of out of everybody on that show, who would have thought that like the pecking order for creeps would have went Kelso, fucking Eric Foreman, and then Hyde. But yeah. I mean, maybe everybody had it all along. Um, you know that I will say that that episode, that episode, whenever he was uh, dating the blonde uh, fucking drifter groupie prostitute, uh, that he was actually going to leave Wisconsin for, that was that was pretty seedy for for that '70s show. Mm-hmm. But uh, obviously, he had he he was capable of it. I'm sure it was just method acting at that point. Yeah, pretty much. It's like the Kevin Spacey whole shtick he has going on post murders and getting me too'd and getting outed and all that he's just a fucking scumbag and i don't know you look back and you look at kaiser Soze, you look at his character on american beauty you look at all these really pivotal characters and it's like wow he was such a good actor it's like no he was just being him so yeah i mean even even uh, in seven, whenever he's that's he's the one harassing, I was looking for yeah, when he's, I said he's, American Beauty. Didoy. Yeah, he's he's harassing men in the stairway <laughs> and uh, uh, carving off his uh, you know his his uh, his fingerprints uh, multiple times. He's his bank account's only five year, years old, but he's independently wealthy, and the only way he's traceable is his furniture um, and his. All library. I know is what's in the box. Mm, what's in what's the, in the fuck box? my wife was talking to me about that movie the other day and i was trying to trace uh brad pitt's cooter trail did he did he and gwyneth paltrow ever fuck were they ever were they ever a fucking item because she remembered she seemed to have remembered or misremembered this could have been this, this very be mandela effect this very well I, could have been mandela i like, remember them being together for a little while that's so fucking crazy I can't place when though, because like he had Jen and then Angelina and fucking 
Kirsten Dunst in Interview with a Vampire when she was 12 or something, and I don't know where Gwyneth would have fallen into that. So, well, let me see. Uh, Seven was made in 1996 or 1997, I think. So, I mean, there's not a lot of room, but he doesn't apparently need a lot of room, which I mean, he's Brad fucking Pitt. He is Brad fucking Pitt. <laughs> and we've we've discussed before. Okay. Along came Gwyneth Pitt, began one of his most famous began one of his most famous relationships in nineteen ninety four when he started dating Gwyneth Paltrow. Pair met while filming seven and they got engaged in ninety six. Engaged? It got that far? Pitt even called her the love of his life. Wow. Holy shit. So Damn. when was Jen? Jen, Jen must have been after that. Yeah, Jen was... I want to say that it was sort of finishing off the century. Like, we were Y2K-ing with, with uh, Braniston. So I'm not going to ship any of these people, but I'd say of the women, just based on what I know about them, I'd say Jen was probably the safest one. Because yeah. Gwyneth is just fucking out of her mind. Angelina is known to be out of her mind. Look at the whole Billy Bob bullshit back yeah. in the day, wearing each other's blood around and shit. Like, those two were freaky. Yeah, I would have, man, I would have never thought that that would have even been a close race, like, between her and Billy Bob for crazy. No, they were right up there with each other. Were they doing fucking drugs or what? Because they had to be, right? I, you know, I, you know. Have you ever thought about like ever like coming ever coming into a lot of money? Like if, if you came into a lot of like a, just more money than you that you would know what to do with. I think about and, that a lot. Actually. And <laughs> and but but it, would you like would you make these like raging changes? to your behavior like would you like like in a situation where you would not be able to afford or do designer drugs if you fell into a whole bunch of money do you see yourself you know let's say it happens three three months from now in two years do you see yourself just not in tyrone moved and fucking just doing designer drugs and and some some like a Cuban woman name 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 Escalete is taking care of Des most of the time, like because it's not for I don't see it for me. Like I I just want to know am, am I a fucking weirdo for thinking that that my shit wouldn't change all that much? No, I would change drastically. I definitely, <laughs> I definitely would not be living here. <laughs> I'd be living somewhere it's warm all the time and I can get a fucking motherfucking beige tan going, boy. Mm. My base tan now, uh, due to the nature of our work and working overnights and shit, like, it's white as Casper or red as fucking a baboon's ass. And there's, like, no happy medium, so. I I don't want to go too far away from a baboon's ass because we are talking about uh, <laughs> Angelina Jolie and Billy Bob Thornton. Um, but... Yeah, yeah, I I have to think that that drugs are probably somewhat to blame because they're, you know, I think when you're talking about like character actors and stuff like that and people that are incredible, like in, uh, capable of like incredible range, uh, I think it's necessary to sort of be able to be um, mentally manipulated 
in some way, shape, or form, whether it's for the work or it's after the work, to kind of just de-escalate from being somebody that you're not. Because that's what I would struggle with the most is is returning back to form from just because there are times I'm stuck for an hour in just a Jersey voice. Yeah, me too. And I don't know how I get back from it. Like I never, I never noticed. Like I just, I mean, I, I have to assume that it's, I get a sandwich and like, I'm, I'm talking in the voice for the entire sandwich. And then I just, I burp, I lay down. And then the next time I talk to the cat, I'm just talking like I do now. And I got rid of, I got rid of it. I recently wrote down a DFC note on my notebook as something I wanted to try, but I'd almost have to let you in on the joke before I did it. And now we're like behind the curtain anyhow. And I fucked it up for life. But I was just going to do a voice for the whole fucking thing. Like the whole time. And that's what that reminded me of. And it's yeah. like, uh, yeah, this is obviously somebody else. Jeremy couldn't make it this week. Do doy, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, I had myself going. Um, I, I was doing... Um... I was doing one of our uh, one of our, our regional dialects, um, but it's really just somebody that you can run into. It's um, just a country townie like um, that you could run into in any one of <clears throat> I don't know f- five or six dozen stores, um, but you could spot them from a mile away. You know, like just arrogantly not wearing a mask and smirking at you because you are and I got called a pussy the other day, other day by a truck driver because I had a mask on in a facility that's making us wear masks. <laughs> that's no joke. Like he's like, "What kind of pussy are you?" I'm like, "Well, you're supposed to be wearing one too, just so you're aware." <laughs> so. You know, I, I just don't, I don't get it. Like, you know, I understand, you know just being over it and being tired of it and it's and have it sucking and that kind of thing but nowhere in no nobody's enjoying it you know what i mean like these dickheads act like we're enjoying it or something it's like this isn't for my pleasure this isn't some sort of i'm getting my rocks off on this this is supposed to be for everybody's safety but people are acting like Oh, my God. And you see the positive uptick of uh, positive cases now, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's <laughs> wave two. Here we come. Yeah. I was uh, I was in a Walmart today. It wasn't my local Walmart. It was um, a couple of towns away. And uh, <clears throat> I have to say that the non-mask to mask ratio was something like 75 to 25. And, and it's just, a, like, it's so problematic because... Like, <clears throat> my town uh, just came under some scrutiny. I don't know if you read about this this week, but um, uh, the my neighboring town just is coming. It's largely known for car shows, and uh, they're having one this weekend. And the the uh, the company that is responsible for booking the events. It's literally just called Carlisle Events. Was oh, actually yeah. was actually sued by the CDC um, for not following directions of having and or inviting and or soliciting um, an event that is that will knowingly house over 250 people. And they were ordered. I think it was like something around seven o'clock or something like that on Tuesday night, uh, this past Tuesday the 16th, uh, that they were to 
uh, be under compliance. They were to have it in writing that they would be compliant and that kind of thing. And they were expecting, I mean, the, the, the estimates of people, just the out of town people was somewhere near a hundred thousand people just influxed into a, I mean, pretty now, much. Let a, me, I'm not great at math, which is not a great thing for a clerical to be saying, but, um, <laughs> 200 versus a hundred thousand. That doesn't sound like it's close to compliance. Does it? No, that's pretty far off. It's something I mean, like 400 or 400 or 4,000 times off or something like, like that. Like the fire company's not going to be happy about that one. No, I, and it's it's odd because the fire company is one of those places normally that charges ten to twenty dollars for parking during these things. So yeah. maybe that would be the only reason. Maybe maybe they can do the calendar shoot that day. It's the beauty of capitalism, my dude. That's, that's all right. It is. We gotta get that money back. You know, but I I, I have to I, I want I kind of bit this from uh, from a movie preview that I'm actually interested in seeing it. But uh, why do they give give a shit about what the fucking fire fire truck looks like? I mean, does it just need to get there fast? Aren't there always going to be bug guts and fucking horse and dog shit like on the tires and stuff? Like like why does the fire truck have to look sexy showing up to a fire? Isn't it the, the important part the water that's in it, not right. the water that's off like on it? Right, I don't think many people are looking at the fire truck when their house is engulfed, but yeah, I, that 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 brings me to um, a, a a surprising non-punching bag for this show. Uh, I'm actually excited to see. Uh, I mean, I won't. I don't know if I'll go to the the, the drive-in uh, to see it, especially not for the not for where the the drive-in is. Yeah, exactly. Fern Gully. <laughs> I the 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 I mean. We guys, we gotta get it out there. The rainforest isn't gonna isn't gonna last much longer, uh, and you know we're not gonna last much longer, man. We we are gonna. La- <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, we fucking started this before I turned the mic on, saying that we're at a uh, decrepit, rapidly declination age, and we're neither of us are forty yet. So no, we gonna I die. <laughs> I'm, however, significantly closer than you, so uh, I'm I, I'm unfortunately looking at the wrong side of the hill uh, at this point. Yeah, uh, well, so I'm told. It's not a race; it's a marathon. So. That's right. <laughs> and, and it's it's odd because somehow with with hair down to the middle of my back, I still somehow look like I have less hair than you do with a buzz, and that pisses me off. That that's <laughs> that it is fundamentally wrong. Um, I mean, I'm just my... aging well, man. I don't know. I'm well, just aging well. I have a uh, peak on my crown that's starting to show, but I'm like, okay, as long as that cowlick stays, I'll be good. <laughs> so yeah, you, you have you have a you have very very strong growth up top. It's just growing in the absolute wrong grain of everything else on your head. Exactly. That's fair. That's fair. It, it's it's um you know Nike made a lot of money uh, with that upturn on that swoosh, so it's the hook that that, that brings you back. So. <laughs> wow, that was a lot of references right there. Uh, yeah, thought. there's there's a lot that, to unpack there. That's that fair. Was, that was pretty sweet. There, <laughs> there's a lot to unpack there. Um, okay, 
let's let's add another level and i won't explain the correlation because people aren't going to get it but uh do you remember the season of roseanne that john popper was on and then after that the next season he was singing words to the theme of roseanne for the theme and it's like what the fuck is this it was like it was like so bad it was just blues travelers singing over the roseanne theme for the whole season and i'm like this is weird what is wow. going on did you watch that show i of, oh yeah because if absolutely. you didn't watch it that's fine but <laughs> absolutely yeah I, it's it's another another hidden gem on hbo max by the way the entire roseanne archive um see see the thing i don't understand about roseanne is in the end she claimed that dan was dead for a year and then we just fucking reboot and dan's alive the whole time and what are you talking about, Rosie? We don't believe you. Now she's dead. Now yeah. she's dead. here's here's the thing. She's dead. She said some very unsavory things IRL, and she got deaded on the show. So is the real like is the only person that's really dead from Roseanne the first Becky? First Becky's the one that's on the new show, but the Sarah Chalk one, uh, they actually had her. Yeah, I've been watching the. The renewal the whole time uh they had sarah chalk and lacy whatever the fuck her name is on the first episode of the reboot and it was like oh my god which one's becky i don't know which one's becky because they both were lacy chabert right no it was lacy gorbert or something chabert is the one from party of five and mean girls it but Sarah Chalk is Beth Smith, which is, let's just fucking dig this rabbit hole and people won't even know what the fuck we're talking about. Sarah so, Chalk is uh, Beth uh, so Sanchez. Sarah, Sanchez? Sarah, yes. Yeah, well, from from, uh, from the George Lopez show, right? <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> and, then, and then Sarah Chalk was the first Meg Griffin, right? Yes. No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no. Like stop. From, <laughs> no, from not from the pilot, from back to the pilot. Whenever they no. Mandela the whole thing. When they now, fucked did you everything say Sarah up. Chalk or Lacey Chabert? Because I think it was Lacey Chabert. For real, I think it was Lacey Chabert and Mila Kunis is the ones that did Meg. But do you not remember how we talked off camera about how we need to go forward? with the the deep fakes yes and, um well you would have said no there if you would have remembered that no uh, okay um <laughs> by clean, the way clean take no no spit take yeah. um uh <clears throat> by the way um unfortunately uh, uh due due to due to a, a, a another sort of uh, uh six my Fuck you man you're <laughs> mandeling me hard but my my wife is now calling us the fanning sisters because of of our the problematic stuff that we post on facebook so <clears throat> like because it got around what? that yeah um because we're just fanning the flames um uh, I, I had I had a buddy comment on <laughs> on the the epi art that we used uh, for this thing of ours, mm -hmm. uh, and and he's like and he's like you know 
for you know for being a, a BLM show, you sure you sure are fanning that flame like Dakota. So my wife's literally been like when I get out of control at the house here, she literally calls me Dakota. And then <laughs> she showed me your post like five minutes after you posted it and she's like, Oh my god, I was Which like post? Which the, the 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 oh, uh, the, 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 the meet no no the meet John Gacy oh, post because <laughs> <great. laughs> <laughs> um, I just assumed that that you were blonde as a boy because I was always I was always a dark brunette and I'm clearly the older one of the two that's tied up I've got the better <laughs> chance of of getting out of my no let's let's uh if it weren't for bad luck I wouldn't have any I'm under that crawl space already so this is my <laughs> ghost talking. <laughs> Oh, that's. Awesome. I don't. I don't remember uh, which ones had which hair color, but you're definitely the one that survives this. Uh, it, I'm the, I'm the boy that ends up under the crawl space, or maybe down by the river because he ran out of space eventually, and then just cast them into the river, because mm. that's that's a good place for them, John. The one the one thing you can you can never accuse John Wayne Gacy of is that he didn't love his children. <laughs> I got her ass. He loved them um, so much that he just wanted to see them in the yard, just strewn about. And um, I kind of wonder, how do you fit thirty some bodies under a crawl space? Like like cord wood, I guess, or do you just blow them in there like insulation? Or I think I think the house has got to ha- it's got to have good bones. Mm-hmm. Um, because you're adding so many more to it. Literally. Uh, literally. <laughs> uh, that's, it's a good question. I mean, I did some contracting work, but I mean, I never, I never put any, uh, any cross beams or, uh, anything load bearing. And I, you know, if we needed, if we needed to bury 37 bodies, uh, it, we would usually, have to call in a specialist so there's, there's no reason for me to tell this story on the pod but um i've had two jobs in my life okay one i did carpentry with my old man right outside of high school up until the day that i went to our current job that we co-work at um and there was a day that was that line in the sand that i can't believe i haven't reached at this current job but uh, the line in the sand for me at my carpentry job was um, there was an addition that they didn't have capped. And then there was like a nor'easter came through and there was all kinds of fucking rain and snow and water and shit. It fucked up all the underlayment. It fucked up all the uh, insulation under the joists and stuff. So what's your boy here six foot four every bit of 250 pounds at that point had to do was crawl into a 12 inch opening and remove all this wet insulation and restuff insulation into these floor joists and if you've never installed insulation it's a messy nasty fucking gross job to begin with but when it's soaking wet it's the grossest fucking thing i've ever experienced it's like somehow like itchy intestines all over you and it was that line in the sand moment that it's like i'm making 10 and a quarter an hour for this there's no fucking way i can keep doing this you know yeah and the rest as they say is history because now i'm making double (laughs) that and just as miserable so well it's the story of our life you know i think it's the story of life unless you have or acquire money that's like what life is is 
fucking misery. I'm convinced we're in hell. You'd be hard-pressed to argue it. Especially the year 2020, dude. Like, fuck. I mean, we pretty much kicked off the year with Kobe Bryant going down in a fucking helicopter, and that was like the seventh seal being broken. It's like hell has been unleashed. Yeah, trumpets are blaring. Here come the horsemen. You know, I did, I was, we kind of parallel this a little bit. Like, my wife and I were talking about, uh, you know, having a job whenever you're literally a teenager. And about how it might as well be a job that you like or that you can at least, like, fuck around at or it's not going to, like, bust your tits to do. Because when you're, you know, I don't know, of working age till about 18 or 19 in general you're all sort of going to get paid pretty much trash like across the board. So if you go to work and you make trash money and you fucking hate your job, that's your fault. And you're setting yourself up to be fucking miserable for your entire life. So what you're saying is you basically might as well get a job. You can get high out back at least. At least, or at least, (laughs) yeah. Or or at least be able to do while high or, or or hungover or, or or whatever it is like i you know and and i feel like that's kind of where i went wrong like i sort of i i i had maybe two jobs that i ever enjoyed in my entire life and by then i was too old to be making the money that i was that yeah. wasn't offsetting the happiness that it was little of it yeah. at those places to you know to work there and you know I, I keep because again, I, it's 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 not that I I I, I don't enjoy uh, my job because I don't, but that's not the point I'm trying to. Make. <laughs> it's not that I don't enjoy it, my job. I fucking don't. But <laughs> but it's I think I think it sets your life up to be on the wrong trajectory if you have the opportunity to work a bullshit job, make bullshit money of your own. While you don't have any responsibility, you might as well enjoy that fucking part of it. Or at least, yeah. like, be able to tell the story that, that like, oh, yeah, I worked this bullshit job. And be able to get a laugh out of it. Because even at, like, I, I sit back and think, I'm like, all right, well, you know, if I was going to get another job, what was I, you know, what would I be? What would I do? What am I qualified to do? And the answer is I'm kind of a fucking lot, but nothing that makes any money. Yeah. And and the closest thing that I that I I could do is go back to doing a job that I like, but make bullshit money doing it. Like I I mean, because no matter how good I get as a job, like like let's say let's say I, I go I go back and I want to be a chef of someplace, like someplace local, you know, like maybe I work myself up, I get to move to a better city, I get to get a better paying job, more prestigious, might be able to get a you know. Get some recognition. You get your name in the paper. Maybe you get an award or two. Those awards don't get you any more fucking money because ultimately, unless you own the place or or you're you're chopping cars or selling coke out the back door, you're not making any fucking real money. I I mean to be to be fair, you know, t- uh, fucking tattoo artists and fucking and chefs are, are work hand in hand because <laughs> tattooers don't fucking eat. And 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 uh, and chefs don't have have money to get sleeves, so they they fucking pro bono. You know, it, I, I think a sleeve is probably worth about a, a, a six or seven pound strip loin. So, so, can I ask you a weird question? Because I never I never did the whole service industry thing. 
the the waiters and waitresses don't cut the cook in on tips at all, do they? No, not unless. Uh, what in the fuck? That not is un- dirty. Yeah, not unless you've done something like exquisite. Like um, there was a time I was I, I might have been 16 years old. And uh, we were, I, I, was, I was working at a fucking, I think I was working at Shoney's at the time, this, you know, fucking, you know, bullshit chain. It's really a southern place, but there was one, like, four. Oh, I know three, Shoney's, for sure. Yeah, with like, the three, bear, yeah, yeah, with the three, three, four minutes from my house, I was, I, I was supposed to, you know, like, again, I was closing, and we had most of our shit torn down. We only had one fryer, and uh, literally a bus of Mennonite cats showed up 25 minutes before close, unannounced, there was... 60 70 people on the bus Hell we had yeah. to feed them yeah we had to feed them um and i i wondered what they were doing there and then that that was whenever they made it clear that they were mennonites and not the amish because otherwise there would have there would have been a lot of hay and 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 shit in the parking lot yeah uh, but i i was i mean i was there till fucking 12 31 o'clock in the morning on a school day and like when i had school the next day and you know i think i got maybe 15 bucks for staying more you know, uh, and 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 a, and a and a hey, good job, guy. You thanks know, thanks for sticking around. Thanks yeah. for sticking to it. <clears throat> on what? Yeah, I I you know made again fucking seventy seventy five plates on one. I mean, and it's it's not to say I'm not I'm not overblowing the numbers. It's just some of these motherfuckers actually wanted appetizers and entrees. Uh, so uh, thankfully that uh, Shoney's wasn't a big dessert kind of bid. So um, if you want that shit, you go to the Golden Corral and. Fuck yourself. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, or you know what? Go churn yourself some fucking ice cream, you dickhead. Like, why couldn't you call ahead? Because we, we could have very easily locked the door early. fucking brought us some ice cream, you <laughs> sons of bitches. <laughs> Raise my barn. Um, yeah. But, I mean, and that's, like I said, I've I worked in a kitchen off and on for like 20 fucking years, dude. And, like... I, I, you know, the the closest thing I I I got to sort of feeling that actual chef life was the, the last job that I had, um, where I was the head chef of of a of a hotel and the and the bar inside, uh, like the bar and the restaurant inside of the hotel, and um, I actually ended up being uh, for like the last like six months I was there, I was actually the acting food and beverage manager too because, um the the hotel was selling and when um my 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 acting boss at the time like we kind of got into a similar situation where neither one of us knew or would be guaranteed uh a position uh the 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 concurrent position that we would be acting in so obviously with with him being over me the best he could do was you know, probably head chef and that way I'd be back down to Sue. He wasn't ready to do that. So he moved on. So I went to acting, you know, F and B. So I was doing all the ordering for the bar, for the restaurant, shit like that for probably, well, I mean the better, at least the better part of the last like two, three months that I was there. And I was, I mean, dude, I was barely getting paid fucking, I think I made like 14 at my cap there at the highest there. And I'm literally and I'm literally like it was basically me and and uh, the head bartender basically keeping that fucking place running. And people it, wonder why we stay at our garbage job. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? When you can fucking right out the gate be making seven dollars an hour more than that. It's just like and it's fucking garbage. Yeah, I'm not going to put the name on blast or else I'll have to do another phantom edit. But like 
<laughs> that place sucks. It doesn't matter what position you're in in there. It doesn't matter if you're on the floor. It doesn't matter if you're management. It sucks. Any job like that is going to suck, but at least they know it sucks and pay us some money, you know? Yeah. I just, I don't know, because I thought maybe, hey, you know, I'm not going to be able to, like, it's, my food, food is not enough to get, like, good food's not enough to get people in the building. People have to be going there for their own motivations, for their own reasons and stuff like that. That's what makes it difficult because I believe that if my food actually from a merit base and from a taste wise, if I like, I'd put my food against anybody's. I mean, and it's it's not because I'm arrogant. It's because my food's fucking good. I mean, I, I can legit cook. It's one of the few things in this life that comes easy to me. Well, and, you should be doing that then money or not the money would come you should be catering or doing fucking something because we are officially at a thankless job it doesn't matter if we fucking crank it out and go 150 percent of their expectation tomorrow they'll just expect 151 it's just you know uh i'm not trying to be the devil on your shoulder but fuck you know i i what i need is i need I need the cushiest job that I can think of. And I think the cushiest job I can think of Podcast is... host. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, with making money with it, though. <laughs> I think I think the cushiest job I can think of is personal chef for Jenny Sachs. Hmm. Because <laughs> I can... I can... I've got a great fucking story. Like, but, you know, Johnny, I'm feeding her this. I don't know why she's not losing any weight. <laughs> I don't know. You see, you, we go to the store together. We pick out the fish. We pick through the rice and the beans. That fucking scene when he doubles back and she's already down in the basement fucking fisting chocolate into her face is so goddamn funny to me. I, 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 I promise you that find, that, that basement find was a bigger find than that fucking pistol that Tony dropped running through the fucking sacks uh, yard. <laughs> like you said you were doing keto, you stupid bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she is. I mean, I don't know what she has, but it's something devil's food. It always is. Shit. I mean, she had devil's food. She had snack cake. She, oh man, she was fucking. I heard they, I heard they removed a fifty-pound mole off Ginny Sack's <laughs> ass. <laughs> that's gonna have to be i you know what we're, we just might have to go that route we've talked about food enough i think we're just gonna have to call this the 50 pound mole episode uh <laughs> and we're gonna have to the app art is gonna we're just uh, this is a little bit her little sausage chocolate into her face <laughs> that's right this is a little sausage on the actual show here um <laughs> we we've already we but we farmed it out there's not gonna have to be a phone call after this or uh, there's yeah. not gonna have to be any back and forth Nope, uh, got it already. We got it already, man. We're we're running. We run tidy ships now because apparently every day could be our last. So, well, uh, well, Jason and I discussed it last night on Problematic Cast. Uh, you've heard that Father's Day is supposed to be our last day on the planet, right? Um, I we discussed this. I I know you and I did not discuss this. I, I I'm I'm sorry I missed this piece. That's very intriguing. If you don't Yo, mind elaborating listen. too too yeah, much. Yeah. No no no. I will elaborate. So when we went from the Gregorian to the Julian calendar, there was some time dilation that was lost in translation. So 
they figure, long story short, that the uh, over the time between when they change from the Gregorian to the Julian, the time difference between December 21st, 2012, which was supposed to be the Mayan end of the world, and now ends up being like eight years and some months or something. Okay, so long story short, the uh, Mayan proposed according to the Gregorian to Julian calendar. Now the Mayan proposed apocalypse uh, December 22nd or 21st, 2012 translates to June 21st, 2020, which I mean, that's, that's Sunday. Mm. That's this coming Sunday. And Quetzalcoatl is coming back and (laughs) what a rut we will finally get to meet him in his thunderbird glory and hopefully he will eat me first because i'm over it does that mean that we're actually doing a radio show that night i'm just i'm gonna i'm gonna just be in yeah i'm just i'm just gonna yeah we're just gonna hot button the entire night just block off everybody and until one of us gets live stream this is a live stream we got (laughs) We got lightning coming out of the sky. We got murder <laughs> hornets coming out instead of cicadas. So Kaylee hit me with a fucking uh, right hook. The brood that I thought was supposed to be coming out of the ground this year, she said it's supposed to be next year. Do you know anything about this? The cicadas? Um, no, I, I got really, I got a visual of Gangrel whenever you said the brood, and I got really, really stuck on that. And then I stopped. Then you brought me back around with with. Uh, <laughs> with cicada and i was like you gotta you gotta stay with him because this show's not over yet <laughs> yeah you gotta, Sorry, you gotta stick with my add i'm tightening it up i am let's let no let's let's the bear down cicadas for next year oh shit that's an ad come on youtube i was trying to play a fucking theme song fuck you and it's one that i can't skip the ad so i'm trying to hold it away from the mic so you can't hear the ad here's Here's for all our Brood fans. <laughs> That's What if the cicadas, when they came up out of the ground, they sounded like that? <laughs> <laughs> they had a chalice of Clamato juice. And the fucking shit just turns all red outside. That'd be the coolest fucking thing ever. Is Gangrel dead? Because, I don't think so. Because I, I, be, I could be a personal chef for Gangrel, too. He, uh... He is doing stuff, I think. I he's a Vashon, right? Was he uh, was he related to or was he married to Luna Vashon, who I think is dead? Poor Luna, man. They're she, just they're dropping it. I mean, I don't care if it happened in twenty twenty. The people that I'm finding out that are dead in twenty twenty staggering. Luna is ten years dead. Jesus. Ooh. Let's see. If she Gang- was a looker, though. She wasn't eating. <laughs> yeah, what was she? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe towards the end. Gangrel is still alive. How's now, he looking? Now, he- out of those two, I would have thought, well, the, I don't think it's a great sign that his Wikipedia page has Gangrel in 1999 as his header picture, but. Oh. It's like, oh, he looks exactly how I remember him. It's like, oh, that's because that's the last time I thought about Gangrel. The first time I saw um, Ed, uh, 
the Sandman. I mm-hmm. thought I, I thought he like he was the conjoined twin that they took off a of Gangrel. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty pretty guy. Yeah, they're 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 a little bit. I mean, if if I was if I was the conjoined twin removed from Gangrel's head, I would also be drinking beers and smashing them off my head. So. <laughs> What what was did they ever explain why the fuck uh, the Sandman carried around that fucking bamboo stick? Because I mean, I, let's let's be fair. If it, it, a guy that's absolutely hammering Budweiser and and walking around shirtless in jeans or sorry or uh, fucking sleeveless in jeans to enter the match, let alone mm-hmm. to finish a fight, mm-hmm. it, it would probably be on on the the pretty far down on that list of things that you'd be carrying around to a fight. Yeah, typically like a like a um, what you'd really want is like a uh, rubber practice broadsword. That way you're not going to absolutely kill the guy, but you could fuck him up, you know. Yeah. Or like a fire extinguisher hose or like a like a baseball bat or like, no, a mini Orioles bat from like uh, Orioles night where they give you the mini bat. Yeah, yeah, but kneecapper, yeah, baby. Yeah. But he didn't actually get. You don't get to go inside because uh, the uh, the seven horse didn't come in. So, <laughs> like, you had to just roll some kid in the parking lot for his. But he ended up spilling the rest of his Mister Pib all over the handle, so it was sticky. This uh, sounds oddly specific. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like a day you may have experienced. Well, it was the day that they decided to remove the Sandman from Gangrel's head. So. I, oh, Sandman. How could I remember it any differently? Um, well, you're just remembering <laughs> it as history. Oh, fuck. Wow. So, um, Jesus, I would be remiss if I didn't bring up something that I didn't even see till today, because I've been in the, uh, in the diarrhea mode for the last two days. So that that podcast that we're always given free publicity put out two of their uh, Dudes Rock collection this week. Mm. And you sent me one that I feel like I have to own now. It's literally a depiction of the Ride the Lightning Metallica album art. But it's a Bowflex, and it just says Benoit above it, and mm. ride the Bowflex. Like, ride the Bowflex. Motherfucker, that is criminally hilarious to me. <laughs> it's just so bad. But I don't feel like I can wear it even in even in work company. I, I feel like it's it's so wrong, you know? I've already been told that that shirt's not welcome around my house to wear. So it's a, (laughs) it's a tough sell. Uh, and and especially if it, I mean, the thing is, I really, that's amazing. (laughs) Absolutely. I do not buy that shirt. I, I was, I was told it's, I don't think it's the kind of shirt that can end a marriage. It's close, but it's damn, it's, it's as worried as I've ever been. Because like if you get two shipments in one day, which is that Cometown shirt and then like a Bowflex. Oh, 
like that would be the ultimate prank. Oh, I was pranking you, babe. I was pranking you. <laughs> <laughs> because if you want to copycat, you at least need to wear the shirt while you're doing it. Yeah, I I, I guess it I it really is in poor taste that about a week ago because my wife had started calling me Dakota that I had started calling her Nancy in retaliation. Oh jeez. Um so at least it wasn't woman, right? It was a woman. It was a woman, yes. No, um, no, I said at least it wasn't woman you were calling her. Oh, That's no. what they called Nancy in WCW for a while. <laughs> no, it was It was a it, kayfabe <laughs> joke when Kevin Sullivan. Kevin Sullivan. Yeah. Boy, I, I, and how, like, how bizarre is it for, like, if we talked about deepfakes Kevin Sullivan went serious deep fake on on the storyline with him and Nancy uh, mm-hmm. and the whole Chris Benoit third angle, and then they end up what? Like I guess it's the it's the obvious story that comes of this, you know. If you ask, I mean, it, it it's it it's obviously where the Prestige uh, got their storyline <laughs> from. There's there's no other way yes. to explain it. That obviously the the prestige is the long and drawn out story of Kevin Sullivan and Nancy and Chris Benoit. And Jesus Christ, he was actually married to her for a while. Did you know Taskmaster is still alive? He's <laughs> seventy years old. He's doing better than Chris Benoit. What? Uh, <laughs> not not hard. Not hard to do that. I guess no. at this point. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, I, something else, I, I, another seventies, uh, seventies been a, pro- a popular one. I was told that, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is actually 72 years old. I found that out yesterday and that seems, I know it seems fitting, but I also just, I mean, it tracks, but that's hard to believe. Yeah. Like you, you could rationalize it, but when you think about it, it's like, no, no, There's no. no way he's still fighting fucking predator. This isn't possible. Yeah. I mean, and oddly enough, I mean, winning, you know, the 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 mud and the psychology of of hiding your body temperature is um, well, it's better than Danny Glover ended up doing in 1996, where the Predator was obviously killing drug dealers in L.A. Um, you know, I have never seen Predator Two. Don't you don't need to. I I've heard that. That's why I never really did. But no. Nope. There's you need to know Danny Glover for three movies, uh, Lethal Weapon, three, uh, The Royal Tenenbaums, and Saw. That's it. I was it. gonna say Saw. <laughs> That's all you need. That's it. That's it. Because somehow, somehow, his character in Saw, the the person, the 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 character arc of him and Saw is uh-huh. somehow an odd mixture of his character in Lethal Weapon. Yeah. <laughs> and then in the Royal Tenenbaums where like he was kind of this like mousy sort of like closeted gay dude and it's like yeah uh, I mean that kind of tracks I mean I'm pretty certain I've said it recently on this show but the first Saw movie is really good it, the pacing is good the story is good you don't know that twist is coming at the end it's just fucking good yeah I, I it, it's literally probably in my top three horror movies that I've ever seen. And it's, like, that's good, good company. I mean, like if you can tell me you didn't jump a mile 
at that ending reveal scene, you're fucking lying to yourself. Like, yeah. Because I sure shit did. But. And it's it's with for me it's with Clerks uh for 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 being you know just absolute top two uh, like low budget films too. Oh, for real, yeah. Because uh, I mean, they I went I know over the top after that. Shortly yeah. after that, like uh, second one was still, I think the second one was equal quality. I don't think the twist was as good as the end, but like after that they just went over the fucking top. It's like we're making money, we can spend money, we should really do that. Yeah, it seems like that they were just trying to they were getting calls from people and it's just like, "Well, hey, can can you work us into being a dead body at some point?" You know, cuz you know, they they ended up getting what well, towards the end they ended up getting Oh, they got a bunch of Chester people. Chester Bennington. That. Yeah, Chester got... Bennington was in there. Oh, God, that to... one was fucked up. Didn't he rip his skin off? He was, like, glued to his car or something. Yeah, they, yeah, they glued him to his car, like, uh, industrial glue and shit. And, yeah, because for some reason his vehicle was at, like, some fucking, what, crash test, crash test facility or some shit. I'm pretty um, sure you're the only one that heard me say it because I'm pretty sure I said it on the show. But I'm not sure anybody heard it. I still say Amanda getting thrown into the used hypodermic pit is the fucking sickest, most, uh, it made my skin crawl when that happened in the yeah. second movie. Uh, like, fuck you, no. <laughs> and she yeah. gets out and she's got needles sticking out of her body and shit. What the <laughs> fuck? Uh, you know, and I know that tracks for some people. Uh, it, like, that hypodermic thing, uh, the reaction to it, uh, it's like, to a lesser extent was that's kind of my reaction to how you were talking about uh, the wet insulation on your on on the skin. Mm-hmm. I've heard I've heard contractors bitch about that before, and like I think mine to like because of my record in the service industry is mm-hmm. uh, styrofoam con- to go containers rubbing together oh, to some god. extent. Oh my god! I'm glad to hear somebody else say that. Fuck. Yeah, my but my, my my version of hell. Make my skin crawl just thinking about it. Yeah. My version of hell is Mike Shinoda, fucking <laughs> uh, Danny Warsnop, and uh, Ivan Moody sitting together in the same car, like uh, like like Tony's <laughs> sitting with his dad and Pussy and Ralph Cifaretto and uh-huh. the Sopranos. And they all have, have a to-go box uh, or a bag with two to-go boxes that still have a good bit of food in there, and neither one of them are steadying <laughs> steadying the boxes. And I, I literally ha- I'm in a car. Screech, <laughs> I literally ha- I'm in a car that will not that that I, that I can't run into anything and never runs out of gas. I'm just driving helpless Ugh. with with I, I it's it's making me I'm getting anxiety just thinking about this right now. I'm 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 just like stammering. Like I can't even call this stuttering. Like I'm stammering from like the voice quiver. I'm just in shock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I also God. hate and I think I feel like we did all this before and I apologize, but uh I hate the sound of latex balloons when somebody like streaks their fingers across it. And I told Desmond that the one day and he's been antagonizing me literally for years at this point because of it. Like if he has a helium balloon that has, it's like a latex balloon. He will literally just swipe his fingers across it to make that similar sounding styrofoamy sound on it. It will make my fucking skin crawl, which is weird, (laughs) but I, uh, I I also have this I have this other one that I'm I'm sure no one like will would would ever there's no reason for anyone to have paranoia about this but 
there were times when I was a kid. I was I, I only had a very very small area to do like to have like activities. But once I moved, once I did my bunk beds, I had way way more room for activities. But there, I had a little I had a little patio square in the back of my my parents' house where like if I wanted to like practice like if I wanted to like you know practice ollies or like shove it or whatever's on my, on my kick on my uh, my skateboard or if I wanted to like hacky sack or some something like that like I would have to move um, this like heavy like oddly heavy wrought iron fucking uh table and uh there were times that like you know my mom would have to yell at me to like come inside like like get inside now i need you you need you to get inside and i would just push it and push it and push it and finally she would like she would literally almost like like push me inside and the sound of that table being drugged back into position that oh, raw iron against the concrete yep it's like it's uh, it, it's like it's like the sound it's like the feeling of your summer ending as a kid and you got yeah. you have to go back to school like there's something about that that resonates i don't know oh, it's the equivalent of can you take this iron nail across your fillings and your teeth <laughs> please <laughs> please i want you to see if you can start a fire with it it's like no mom why <laughs> oh my you know it's gonna be harder to to justify um uh, the the previously mentioned uh, uh, album art and and an episode title now, but um, it's been a lot of fun though. Um, are we ready to put a bow on this extra large DC light that we've done? Yeah, the uh, the light <laughs> one that's almost is. Oh my god, I found the perfect picture too. Fucking a. Yep, we're doing that. Yeah. Um. Like it. I uh as always would like to thank if not for me for the use of their song still frame it's off their debut ep called capture the current it's fucking sick as shit that it's five tracks that's the final track on the album that's the one we decided to do for the uh show but the whole thing is solid as shit and as we've alluded to before we've We've heard some forthcoming stuff that isn't out yet, and I want you guys to be excited for it because it's fucking killer. Everything everything I've heard, I'm sure you agree, everything you've heard is well worth waiting for. Oh, yeah. I mean, I really just want all these pieces of shit to just keep their masks on for another fucking couple of months so the second wave, whether or not it comes or not, isn't bad enough so that we end up locked down again for x amount of time and we don't get any more if not for me music uh, in 2020 i just want some live shows again yeah I just fuck <laughs> that's why yeah. i i do it i i i want with more than, like more than anything just to have that normal feeling of and i and i mean even if it's a new normal feeling just to be able to get around some people that with like interest in music and i don't know it I don't know, just to kind of be able to shoot the shit with a stranger again, because yeah. the paranoia of of transmitting disease or a virus or fucking this fake germs. virus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a hard line. It's a hard line that we take. But yeah, I mean, Black Lives Matter and the and the coronavirus is fake. Yeah. But I um, mean, you can't believe one without the other, right? No, you can't. So, uh, you know, again, we appreciate you listening. Uh, again, if you guys have any questions or you guys want to 
want to chit chat uh, email us at dfcpod at gmail.com i got shirts coming if you guys would just fucking email uh some sizes um, i can get you prices for them because um they're coming but i gotta i gotta get a number i gotta get i gotta get some orders uh before uh before i bite the bullet here so um again you know we ask you guys don't suffer stupidity and ride the bowflex to hell Ride that Bowflex to hell. That's a QED moment if I ever heard it. So we'll catch you next time, guys. Thanks for listening. Cheers.